With a country divided, the republic at risk, and morality being redefined, it's time to gather around the campfire, get back to basics, and spark the revival that this country so desperately needs. This is the American Campfire Revival with Kirk Cameron. Listen, I've been reading through uh, the American uh, Covenant book again, and I'm so excited to see so many of you getting a hold of this book, which is subtitled The Untold Story, The Things Your History Teacher Never Told You, The Things That Today Are Being Covered Up, The True History of America, The True History of Thanksgiving, The True History of Christmas, The True ingredient list that made us the freest, strongest, most blessed nation in all of the world. And many of you are actually starting your own campfires in your backyard, which I'm so grateful for. That is my ultimate goal and prayer and hope, is not just that that I do this and you join me here, but that you would do this and start your own campfire or your own fire in your living room or light some candles on the coffee table, invite friends over, and you have these small community meetings where we begin to reconnect with God and with one another and our founding principles that have given us this great country. Now, I'm turning to um, a page here in chapter five of the American Covenant. And I'm on page uh, 119. Some of you love uh, to follow along as I talk about this. But on page 119, there's this uh, story. Uh, I'm sorry, this is, now, this is page 117 and 118. It's the story of, of so many in the family of faith coming over here to the new world from England. These were Puritans. These were people who, who saw that the church was becoming corrupt. The family of faith needed to be purified. And so they came over in droves and they were coming to follow what they had seen was working with the pilgrims and there was one man named John Winthrop who had incredible strength of character strength of faith he was the kind of man that had the stuff that George Washington was made of uh the kind of stuff that that Adams was made of that Madison was made of he he was a a person who inspired such confidence in people and he was a wholehearted, sold-out member of the family of faith. And I want you to listen to what he said regarding why he and so many came over to the new world in the early days. And uh, in fact, he said that, uh, that, they, that they came over in covenant with God. He said, <clears throat> he said, thus stands the cause between God and us. We are entered into covenant with him for this work. You see, there was no question in early America that the the roots of America are spiritual. They are Christian. They go deep down into the Bible and there was a covenant relationship. This wasn't just a legal uh, arrangement that they had with England or that they had with other uh, colonies in America. This was a covenant relationship. That's kind of like the the sacred relationship that my daughter and her husband just entered into. It's a till death do us part kind of relationship. It doesn't focus on our rights. It focuses on our unlimited responsibility to one another. And he was saying, we're going to the new world in covenant with God and in covenant with one another. This is a sacred mission and assignment that we are on to take the the life-giving truths, the liberating gospel, 
the the stuff the family of faith breathes and we're going to bring it to a new part of the world so that heaven can flourish there without persecution without oppression and and the people will be blessed and be happy economically and spiritually in their families in their businesses and politically to set up a government that would protect their freedoms and would secure the rights that God has given them, not take those rights away. And then he goes on to say this, and this is the the really cool part and the famous part of his speech. Um, He said, he prayed that God will make us a praise and a glory that men shall say of succeeding plantations, oh, that the Lord would make it like that of New England. He wanted God to so bless them that people who saw them go over to the new world would say, oh, we wish that God will make it for us when we go there the way he's made it for them in New England because they did it the right way and God blessed them. And he said, we will be like a city on a hill and all the eyes of the world will be upon us. That's where that famous phrase came from, that America is a city upon a hill. It comes from John Winthrop, one of these early Englishmen that came over. And he said, all the eyes of the people are upon us so that if we deal falsely with our God in this work that we have undertaken and so cause him to withdraw his present help from us, we shall be made a story and a laughingstock throughout the world. Do you hear what he's saying? He's saying that the eyes of the whole world are upon us. Not only that, the eyes of God are upon us. And if we deal falsely in this work that we are about to enter into, and if God removes his hand of of protection and ceases to help us in this effort, we will become the laughing stock of the world. And the reason I mention that is because I was watching the news this morning and I'm seeing what's happening as what is happening at the southern border, the chaos and crisis that is happening there because we have walked away from the principles that made our country so strong and secure for so many years. Hey guys, it's Kirk here. Did you know that another option to traditional insurance even exists out there? I get that it may come as a surprise since we're so conditioned to think traditional insurance is our only option, but that's simply not true. My family has been using Christian healthcare ministries over the last several years, and I cannot recommend them enough to other like-minded believers looking to do things differently than what we've been told to do. CHM is the faith-based alternative to insurance. And most importantly, with CHM, we know that our money is going to help other fellow Christians when they're in need. And this is how we like to steward our dollars when it comes to health care. Are you tired of your health care the same old way and want to do things the better way? I highly recommend you start by checking out CHM and see if this is an option that could work for your family's health care. It does for ours. It's not harder, but it's different in the best way. Learn more today by visiting chministries.org forward slash Kirk Cameron. Again, that's chministries.org forward slash Kirk Cameron.
I'm watching to see what's happening in other nations like Russia and China. And you see what's going on on the global scene. You see what's happening to our own economy. You see what's happening to the dollar and inflation and the cost of goods. If you really know how to read between the lines and see what's going on, when I read what's now happening medically, and you see the studies coming out of Israel and the studies of of places like India and Africa, and you see what's going on, does it ever make you stop and wonder, have we been dealing falsely in this work that we Americans began 400 years ago? Have we been dealing falsely with God in our civil government? Have we been dealing falsely with God in our economy and how we conduct our business? When we see the ineffectiveness and the falling apart of so many churches and moral collapses and hypocrisy of religious leaders, have we been dealing falsely with God in the area of true religion? Have we been dealing falsely with God in the institution of our marriages and our families? If we have, perhaps that can explain why we see what appears to be maybe the withdrawal of God's hand of protection and his help. Are we becoming a laughingstock of the world? Rather than the city on the hill that makes people say, Oh, that the Lord would do for us like what he's done in America. All of this gives me pause. It makes me think. It sobers me up. And makes me realize that our rescue as a nation must happen quickly. And it's going to be based on more than just a hope and a prayer. It's going to be based upon the family of faith entering back into truthful dealings with God and with one another, being in covenant with him and reaffirming that covenant. That's why I'm reading the book, The American Covenant, so that you and I can understand the original contract, the sacred agreement we made with God. I don't want to deal falsely with you. I don't want to deal falsely with God. I don't want him to remove his hand of blessing and protection. But sometimes parents allow their children to experience the consequences of their rebellion and of their sin so that they learn the lessons of wisdom. And our father is a faithful parent to his children. And if you're a son of God, if you're a daughter of the king, if you're my brother and you're my sister, we need to turn back to our father. And say, oh God, we've sinned against you. We've acted like fools. And not just our, not just preceding generations. We're all in this together. And God has told us that he's a God of mercy and loving kindness and patience. He says, you know the verse, if my people who are called by my name, that's the family of faith will humble themselves and pray and seek my face. And turn from their wicked ways, their false dealings with me. Then I will hear their prayers. I will 
Forgive their sin and I'll heal their land. That's what we're going to do. And we're going to do it every night for the rest of the year. So I hope you uh, enjoy the rest of the evening. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the American Campfire Revival Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. If you'd like to learn more and join the movement, visit KirkCameron.com.